Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Rob, and you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. This week's episode is the second of a two-part series on psychological disorders. Now, no snickering about it being autobiographical. Last week, I explained how anxiety is a medical problem that needs to be taken seriously. Today, I'm going to talk about the other head of this emotional dragon, depression. Unlike anxiety, which I described as a feeling of helplessness, depression is more of a pervasive feeling of hopelessness. I want to reemphasize an important point from last week. There is a big difference between emotions and clinical psychological problems. Just feeling depressed doesn't mean that you're clinically depressed. The two important factors that help distinguish between the emotion and the clinical problem are duration and severity. So, what is clinical depression? Clinical depression is defined as having five or more of the following symptoms present for most of the day, nearly every day, for a minimum consecutive two weeks. Feeling of depression, loss of interest or pleasure in most or all activities, sleeping too much or not being able to sleep, having a change in appetite or weight, being really slow emotionally or agitated, having low energy, experiencing poor concentration, and having thoughts of worthlessness or guilt or recurrent thoughts about death or suicide. A lot of time people know that they're depressed, but not always. Sometimes people don't actually feel all that depressed, so they figure they must not be. But these folks are tired and they don't have any interest in the things that they usually enjoy. They can't concentrate and they can't sleep despite being very fatigued. That's depression. And it can go undiagnosed for years. But how can that be? Well, there's a certain stigma attached with depression because in the past, people who were depressed were often falsely considered either too emotionally weak to face the hardness of life or just plain crazy. The perception was in part due to the fact that the old depression medications were very strong and had bad side effects. The only people who got these drugs were the ones who were really bad. Well, that's not the case anymore. To understand depression, you have to understand the cycle. There is a vicious cycle with depression. Many depressed people don't sleep, which makes them feel tired and unfocused. This, in turn, can make them more likely to struggle at work and school, causing poor reviews and grades, which, of course, make them more depressed, and so on. Additionally, a person with depression is generally sad and has no energy and feels bad about his or herself. They need to get help, spend time around other people, and find things that make them feel good. But depressed people often isolate themselves. It's hard for them to be around people who say, How you doing? And even more difficult if those people try and help them fix their problems. So this makes them withdraw and be away from those people who they need in the first place, which of course makes matters worse. It's like they've painted themselves into a corner. And if depressed people have feelings of death and suicide, they may isolate themselves even further. Having suicidal thoughts can make depressed people believe that they're crazy or just real weak. They don't want others to know about these thoughts, and so they isolate themselves even more, making their depression even worse. They may interact with others if they have to, but they don't connect. So what should you do if you think you or a loved one might be depressed? Well, here are my five 
quick and dirty tips about depression. Tip number one, don't be ashamed about it. Nearly 20% of the population has an episode of major depression in their lifetime. It's a problem that needs help, and that's just part of being a human, needing help. Tip number two, talk to your doctor. Hopefully, he or she just won't throw pills at your problem, but actually figure out whether you're depressed and determine what is the best solution or approach. Tip number three, talk to someone. Talk to a counselor, close friend, especially one who's been depressed in the past, or someone else you trust. Figuring out what is beneath the depression is a big part in overcoming it. Counselors don't wave a magic wand over you. They work with you to figure out your core struggles or past trauma that's causing your depression. It takes a lot of work on your part to really make progress in this area. Tip number four, consider medications. I see medications for depression as being like supports that you would put up on a wall that's falling down. They keep the wall from falling and they allow you to fix the wall, but they are not the solution. Medications work wonderfully, but they should always just be part of the solution, not the entire solution. And tip number five, get help immediately. If you think you or a loved one is at risk of self-harm, suicide, or physically harming others, they should be seen right away. It's hard to see straight when you're in the depths of despair. Now let me finish with a statement about suicide. A lot of people who are depressed think they're a burden on their family and friends. They rationalize that killing themselves will free their loved ones from the burden that they are. That's a lie. There is absolutely nothing worse than you can do to your loved ones than to kill yourself. Suicides wreak havoc in the lives of those close to the person. It's never a selfless act. If you have thoughts of suicide, of really going through with killing yourself, not just fleeting thoughts, remind yourself of the pain you would put your loved ones through and seek help immediately. Okay, that's it for depression. Next week, I'm going to do another mystery diagnosis podcast. Tune in for the intrigue and suspense. Speaking of people being suicidal, Ben Greenfield, the host of the Get Fit Guy, is racing the Ironman World Championship in Hawaii. That race takes place on Saturday, October 9, and begins at 7 a.m. Hawaii time. Anyone who's interested can track Ben's progress on IronmanLive.com using Ben's last name, Greenfield. Make sure you check out Ben's podcast, The Get Fit Guy, so you can hear more of the gory details. If you have topics you want me to cover, send them to housecalldoctor at quickunderdetips.com or you can submit them to me on Twitter at housecalldoc or visit my Facebook page. And don't forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind. Let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. I am not your doctor. If you send me emails that ask me, well, I have this problem, can you help me with this? Or, I really need your help, I won't answer them. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Get help if you need it. And stay healthy.